Hey there, thank you for joining us on Above Board with Canderpath. You've got Rich and John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. How's it going, John? I'm feeling silly today, buddy. I'm ready. I'm ready to chat with you. And, and we we're talking even... about friendships, right? I mean, what are we doing today? Well, you know what? I think I think we need to have a conversation about relationships. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I think relationships are something that cross all all of the all of the lines. And you think about the importance of every single thing in your life, it comes down to relationships. If you want to talk about business, it's about relationships. Talk about being a good leader. It's about relationships. Trying to get things done. It's about relationships. Getting favors. It's about relationships. Uh, and certainly in a marriage or with a significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, relationships. I think it would be a really cool conversation to have because it's all about relationships. You're such think? a special unicorn of a person, which by the <laughs> way, your shirt says, I've been staring at your shirt for like the last minute and a half wondering what that is, but here, want me to put it, like there, there you yes, go. Thank Should you. I flex? Look, flex. I can, <laughs> for those on YouTube watching this video, I can make my, my, my oh pecs. boy. Well, I can't look, do that. speaking of this t-shirt, I just want to say my favorite, I, I, I literally get stopped in the gym at, almost every day. And I'm not exaggerating. You can ask my son this because he works out with me now. Because of my T-shirts, I get my T-shirts from a company called G G Two O H. So the capital letter G, the number two O H. G Two G Two O H. And um, you're looking them up. Yeah. And actually, we're gonna we're gonna put their either their link or tag them or something in 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 this podcast. If you are into fitness, if you are into working out, I cannot recommend them any higher. I buy them. They have. The funniest t-shirts, like I just bought one for, for my wife for Mother's Day because she works out and it says, shut up body, you're fine. <laughs> it's hilarious. And, you know, I've got one that's got like gym and the word therapy and then it has the greater than sign like gym is better than therapy. I've got unicorn. It, it, it's got, you know, hustle. They've got some. Are you going to buy me one? I mean, I'm, I'm going to buy you one. We're talking about friendship today. I'm going to buy you one. No, I'm going to buy you one. I went to their website. There's one on the, like the main page of the site and it's a picture of Yoda squatting. I've got that and one. And it I says squat, it. you must. You have that? Squat, that's you so, must. That's so perfect for you. I, have, I figured you had that Of course I have that one. And for Luke, my son, I bought him that says the hustle is strong with this one instead of the force is strong with this oh, one. But anyway, cute. hey, you guys check this out. They're, and they are not a sponsor, but I've got to tell you something. I get more compliments on my t-shirts and my hoodies and Dawn's tank tops. And they're a great fitness company. If you like fitness apparel, you got to look, look up G2OH. Just, just I'll, throwing I'll out there. I'll check the, I'll be checking the mailbox for mine. I, I will. I'm going to send I'm you a medium. You, Cause you, medium. Bought, you bought me these, you bought me these earphones. So I? I owe you, I owe you a gift. So speaking of friendships, good friends buy t-shirts for each other and earphones like we do. I want to talk about that relationships for you as an entrepreneur. Let's just go right there first for you as an entrepreneur. How important would you say relationships are? And I want to ask you specific phases beginning when you're established and when you're like in a growth phase. So beginning when you're first starting off in any, you're a financial planner, you're selling t-shirts, you're uh, an, uh, you know, have a pest control company, you're a painter, whatever, entrepreneur in the beginning, how important are relationships? Oh, uh, it's probably the, it's probably the single greatest focus, especially in the beginning, but I would argue, so we've, Canterpath is, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary and it's still all we talk about is relationship building because wow. frankly, it's so funny, internally we'll have discussion 
some dialogue around you know, operational things and, and different processes or workflows within our company. And a lot of times at the end of the conversation, we'll sort of say like, but don't forget the whole point of all of this is if we're not connecting back to the relationships, to the clients that we serve or to our, you know, our community of folks that follow us, then, then that it's, it's going to fall flat eventually. But early on, Oh man, I mean, you know me, that's, that's like relationship building was, was the name of the game. Now yeah. I'm in a service-based industry, but what I've learned over the years, and we worked with a lot of other business owners too, it doesn't really matter if you're selling t-shirts, like the company you just mentioned, or you're public speaking like you are, mm-hmm. or you're doing financial services like I do and Matt does, you have to focus on, on developing a relationships and, and building that rapport. You just said something I want to jump on. Sure. You just said, I'm in a service-oriented business. And do you know what I'm starting to realize? And I could be wrong. I'm sure there's exceptions to everything. Every business is service-oriented. I can't think of a business that in some way is not service-oriented. If you're IT, you're service-oriented. If you're financial planners, you're service-oriented. If you're in healthcare, clearly service-oriented. If you're a piano teacher, service, you're, you're always serving. And it's something Mm -hmm. that's interesting. And I talked about in one of our podcasts, I I have three questions on my work laptop and and it says, am I, does this make me excellent? Does this make me healthier? Does this help me to serve? And I find myself asking those questions before I do every interaction before, before I got on with you, I looked at that and said, Mm -hmm. You know, I have to keep in mind this podcast making me healthier, meaning, you know, I do things that are, I don't want to do a podcast. We talked about like negativity, how negative things grow. I don't want to do a podcast where we're like, you know, moaning about this senator and this political party and this, you know, whatever. And, and in there, I have, does this help me to serve? I think that's so interesting because when you think about service, when you think about serving others in any capacity, it's relationships. You can't serve somebody if you haven't established some level of relationship. I come to you for financial advice. We, I have to trust you. I have to feel comfortable with you. I have mm-hmm. to feel like you're not trying to rip me off and just get my money and then put me up on you know a bunch of investments that are shady, like you're like some Bernie Madoff wannabe. You know what I yep. mean? So, which I know you're not, and that's why I work with you. But it's all about service. But service and relationships are very important. And what, where I want to take that pause is. Everything that I've been listening to lately, every podcast and every book, you know, whether you talk about Lewis Howes on the the School of Greatness podcast, where you talk about Ed Milet on Ed Milet's podcast, when you talk about Tony Robbins, they're all really focusing on service. Have you noticed that? Like they talk about, you know, serving others, uh, being in service to other people. And I think that's relationships. If in a relationship with you and Jackie, your marriage or a significant other or whatever, you're 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 providing, you're serving in in different ways. And and I love that you said I'm in a service oriented industry. And you just talked about your industry and my industry, which are very different. We both mm-hmm. serve people. Uh, well, so I love that you reframed it because as if as a finance person, I look at I think about companies and businesses, and it's they either sell goods or they sell services. Which is a terrible way to to differentiate it. I mean, it's it's the way it's done. But in your argument, it it doesn't really matter whether we're selling a good or a service. We're serving others. We're selling a service. You you could be Apple that and you sell iPhones, but the service and the experience that comes with that is what makes people coming back again and again and again. 
And something that that came up for me while you were talking about that is the difference between um, someone who's self-serving and versus mm. someone who serves others. Because that where, especially in my industry, that's where the level of authenticity shines and comes through. If I do this because I have a joy and a passion for helping others, for seeing them get from point A to point B to get to that retirement that they want to, to see financial freedom the way they want to, that is very motivating to me. And ironically is a little bit self-serving too, but it's, it's about serving others versus I'm selling a product. You know, so whether you're 30 years old or 70 years old, this widget makes sense for you. And that's not a good way to go about it in my industry. And that's, you know, my industry has a lot of negative connotations to it because of, because people are very self-serving. Well, everything, you know, when you think about service, you know, even the idea of gratitude or extending gratitude to another person, when, when you're grateful and so you're, you know, you're being a service or a service type, like a service oriented leader. Uh, mm -hmm. And you're telling your team, great job with that. I just want to reward and recognize you. You know, here's a gift card to Starbucks or, you know, you know, you get to leave early on Friday or whatever it is as a leader. I'm using that as an example. You are certainly serving that person, but studies have shown that acts of gratitude improve the giver. The person is extending the gratitude improves their own health. It improves their immunity. So there is something built into service where it is automatically, quote, self-serving. Now, self-serving can have a negative connotation where your whole purpose is for yourself. Yeah. If somebody does a good deed because they want to impress someone else and look good, and then they want to brag about it, they've still done the good deed. They've still, you know, if I donate a million dollars to a, a, a worthy charity, I'm still helping that charity. But if mm -hmm. my purpose inside of me is just because I want to look good and I want my name on a building... Yeah. Okay. So that's different. I, I would say that most people probably are not doing it for that reason. So built into service, built into that is, is something that, that, that makes us better self versus other, you know, self versus others rather. Sure. And then to back, backtrack to the goods and services, every that's true because everything, even if it is a good there, it's providing a service. I love this mug that I bought from like an Etsy store. It's like David Bowie mug, right? Look, they're making mugs and they're imprinting pictures on it. But for me, when I drink it in the morning, it makes me smile. Mine's a blue. Mine's a bluey mug for bluey. anybody that has kids that <laughs> watches Bluey. It's like the new. Um, it's kind of like the new Barney, I think. Yeah, it's kind of a Barney mix of, of like. 90s. It's kind of like a Barney and a Blues Clues mixed together. That's I, great. I love yeah, I that's love a good bluey. point. That's and a good they, point. They're Australian. Yeah. Listen, so in business as an entrepreneur, relationships with clients relationships with your community, super important because that is an attractor and that is also a retainer of people. Meaning yeah. that people are going to come to you and people are going to stay with you if they feel a sense of relationship. It, it, it doesn't matter. My the, the gentleman that does my lawn, Carl, who's amazing, great guy. I feel a sense of relationship with him. So I had a bunch of gas containers with gas for generators during hurricane season, but you can only keep them for so long in a hot garage. And yes, gas is expensive. And yes, a lawn man uses a lot of gas. And so I just reached out to him and said, Hey, I know you're not, you know, you're a businessman. This is your thing. I've got this extra gas. It was five, five gallon containers, which is a decent amount of gas. 
I said, it's yours. I just don't want it to go to waste. I don't want to dispose it and you know, whatever. Did you give him like three-year-old bad gasoline? No, it was not even. No, I asked him. (laughs) No, it was literally from this hurricane scene. This was literally four or five months ago. So it was only less, it was like several months old. And I said, you know, check it out first. So he put in one of his push lawn mowers and it's, they're sealed tight and whatever. I'm not doing this to pat myself on the back, but I did that because of my relationship with him. I I felt a sense of, I care about him as a person. He's done favors for me as a person. So I, he's done favors for me as a person. So I just wanted to do that for him because I I love him. He's a a great person. I didn't have a relationship with him. I I see Carl every week. He's such a nice guy. I thought you meant I'm such a nice guy. Oh yeah, you too. You too. But Carl's I was was patting myself. I was being very self-serving. We love you, Carl. But we do love Carl, but he is a good person and he's a hardworking guy who who's who hustles constantly. So I felt good doing that for him. But then that also gave him probably a bump that week in his ROI, like his investment thing. So relationships as an entrepreneur, if he didn't if he wasn't such a great guy to me, I probably wouldn't have wanted to have given him that gas. Well, I was going to say it also might have just given him a nice emotional boost or bump. So not even like on the financial ROI point of view, but to have someone that you provide a service to reach back out to you in a in a way of appreciation, boy, that feels great. That feels great. You know, I a lot of times we have, you know, a client will... So, I mean, sometimes people just, things are status quo, like you're doing your job and that's fine. You're doing what you're supposed to. And so people don't always think to reach out and say, hey, thank you. But boy, oh boy, it goes a long way when you hear that, especially for our team at our company. Like to hear, uh, we, we had a, a client last week reach out to us and just give such amazing kudos to Mackenzie and Matt on some of the tax services that we provided. And it just, it felt so good. And it was this validation of, of those words of encouragement of like, yes, this is why we do that. We do, we exist to serve for people like you that are equally as appreciative. And it's just, it, it, may, it fills your tank in more than a way of just financial ROI. So that brings me to this with, with this relationship. So when it comes to business, a, a low cost, high impact way to establish relationships, solidify relationships and build strong relationships in the workplace is through gratitude and appreciation. When mm-hmm. it comes from the external, you have no control over that. That That's, yeah. you know, if you get a client or a customer that gives you 25 gallons of gas or says, Hey, Mackenzie did a great job or Hey, Rich was the best speaker we've ever had, whatever. That's amazing. But within an organization, within, with, within a team, how are you, if you're a leader, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a business person, or if you work for a living, or you know, if you're a stay-at-home person who manages a family, that's a business. How are you showing appreciation and gratitude to whoever you would define as your team? And mm-hmm. that is a low-cost, high-impact way to yeah. really empower relationships and build strength on your team. And it, it, it I would assume. And by the way, I, I have not gotten any new swag from Kenderpath, but I'm looking forward to getting some. It'll probably arrive at the same time your t-shirt does, I'm sure. But I did notice that you have some really cool, bigger coffee drink mug things, and I'd really like one of those. Anyway. Well said. I, I just So, hint, so subtle, by the way. Hint, hint. Super subtle. But I would assume, and I'm putting you on the spot, so I, I'm, I'm going to, if the answer is no, it's cool. <sighs> okay. Do you have Kenderpath thank you notes? Yes. I figured you did. So how often would you say 
that you give those out to beautiful. How often do you give those out or do you extend thank you notes, gratitude notes to the internal team? To the internal team? It's a good question. Probably. So we have this goal for doing two, what we call racks, random acts of kindness. So as a team, we want to do two racks per week. And that could be anybody that doesn't have to be a client, although a lot of times it is that could be internal. I send thank you note. I mean, I've sent probably a couple thank you notes to each team member over the last year. So I don't know what that average would be. Maybe I average once a month. I don't know that's if that's pretty good. good or bad. I yeah. would say that that's pretty good. I would say that 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 people put a lot of value in simple acts of gratitude and, and thankfulness. Yeah. And it, it could be a text. It could be a thank you note. There is some power in the, I don't know what the word would be, the simplicity or the tactile essence of a handwritten thank you note. There's just yeah. some power in it. Yeah. Even even to Gen Z who are very tech techie kind of people, I think they're even more taken aback. When I leave my son a note before I travel, I notice that he puts that on his bookshelf. When I send him a text, like, thanks, bro. Love you back. You know, it's, it's just a text, but that yeah. thank you note, it's that piece of paper with my, my writing on it. There's, uh, you know, I, I going after my mom passed away, going through some of her stuff, I found a thank you note that one of her friends wrote her for a birthday gift and how thoughtful it was. My mm-hmm. mom it passed away on her 91st birthday. That note was written in 1983 and that was in my mom's belongings. So that note meant something to her. She yeah. did She wasn't a hoarder. And she doesn't have like boxes and boxes of them, but that particular note from her friend meant something to her. And I read the note and it was so heartfelt. Like, you know, nobody really realizes how much I like this particular thing. And you did that. And the fact that you gave it to me and the way you wrapped it, you're always so thoughtful. I've never had a friend like you before. So it touched my mom in some way. And of course, I'm deviating from business, but I'm Mm -hmm. just saying that that there is such great power in that. So I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to just leave you with the last word because you're the entrepreneur, you're the business person. Scale of one to 10 relationships, whether you're starting established or been there for a while, how important? Well, that's what I was going to say. It, it should be a 10 regardless of where you are in the stage of the, of the building of your business, because your entire business is built upon those relationships. So if you prioritize it at the beginning, but five years in or 15 years in, you forget to prioritize it. You're, you might not feel it immediately, but over time, things will start to change and erode in a, in a not so positive way. And that's one of the reasons why we do, there, there's, <clears throat> so we call it a random act of kindness, which actually we got this from, I can't remember what episode Casey Jaycox was on, but he was a guest of our show some time back. And we got this idea from Casey Jaycox which was, it's called an R-A-K, a rack, random act of kindness. And there's intentionality to it, so it's not so random. Mm-hmm. But, but it maybe comes off as random to the recipient of it. And we do that because we feel that that's such an important way to build and cultivate relationships. And uh, I did this uh, maybe five or six months ago for 30 days. I set a goal to write one handwritten note per day for 30 straight days and send a just like a gratitude text to a friend. So like mm-hmm. if you were the random recipient of me just sharing an overwhelming amount of joy for our friendship and you're like, what the heck is this about? It was probably during that time. 
But I felt I, again, this is the self-serving side of serving others. Like I felt so good Mm -hmm. by sharing with, uh, you know, this one sticks out for me for some reason, but our neighbor Wes. So I sent him, I sent him a message one time and I'm sure it came out of total left field for him about, you know, just, he's got three kids, what a good father he is and what a great example of, of, uh, of being a father and being a, you know, a, a family member. Uh, to your family. And and he just, he was like, wow, thank you. That's really nice. It just felt good to send that message. Right. And so I, I, it's, I, it's good to be. I agree with that. And I think that, you know, when you just said, oh, some people might think it's weird. Here's a, here's a sound bite for you. Here's something that I say quite a bit when I talk, I would rather apologize for being too kind than to regret having not been kind enough. Oof. And I, I came up say with that, that again for the folks in the back. I will. I would rather apologize for being too kind than to regret having not been kind enough. And the reason why I say that is there have been times in my life where I've extended kindness and gotten my face bitten off. I held a door open for somebody one time who said, I don't need anybody to hold a door open for me. I can hold my own doors open. And I said, I'm sorry. And literally an hour later, I held the door open for somebody. And this person put their hand on my shoulder and said, it's so nice to know that there are still gentlemen in this world. So that the first one I apologized for, but I, I going to still do that. It, it's who I am. So I think that these acts of kindness that we do random or not so random are so important because I think they feed an energy into the world that is missing because it has a ripple effect that goes beyond your business, that goes beyond your employees. When you write that thank you note to your coworker or your employee, and they bring that thank you note home and they tell their mom or their significant other or their child, then yeah. that person feels good because somebody was kind to someone that they love. And then maybe that person is talking to somebody in their family and says, wow, you know, Megan's boss gave her this really nice thing. It's such a great place. What is that place? Oh, it's Canterpath Financial. Oh, what do they do there? Oh my God. I'm like, and you never know how that comes full circle around. So you know what? Take the chance because it it is... It is not only a low cost, but it is it is a high impact. So really quick, let's shift to interpersonal re- interpersonal relationships. When you send out, and I was a recipient of one of your grand gratitude texts, when you send those out, you are building, or as some people say, you're putting money in the emotional bank account. There's something for you financial guys. So, you know, you have those accounts that are high interest returning accounts, right? Am I using mm-hmm. the right terminology? Yeah. So you can sit your money in a savings account at XYZ bank that gets 0.4% or you can put it in this other bank that gets maybe 5%, right? But we have emotional bank accounts as well. And I just wrote a new podcast idea for next time is how to put money in your emotional bank account. There you Good go. Idea, I got buddy. you. I got you on that. But But we do have an emotional bank account. Give me an example for you. Again, I like putting you on the spot because I like to see you with the deer in the headlights, but you always come through in these pinches. You're like you're like the Tom Brady of like questions at the last minute. <laughs> uh, did you best, like the sports analogy I just used? Best compliment of all time. Thank for you. Real, yes. For real. Give me an example of within your personal relationships. You just did with Wes. That was a great yeah. example, but let's deviate from that. It could be your kids. It could be your wife. It could be different people. Give me an example of when you've invested in the emotional bank account, when you've invested in the relationship, you did something, fixed something, got something, did an experience with, 
that you felt was you saw the outcome of that relationship boost? I'm going to make an adaptation to your question and Please give you do. an example of when I was a recipient Better. of it and how good that and and again, this is interpersonal. This really has nothing to do with business at all, but it goes to show how valuable and impactful these things can be. So on your birthday, you know, you, you get, if you're on social media, I think everyone gets like the generic happy birthday message from strangers that they haven't talked to in years. Right. For me, it's like people I went to high school with that I literally have not talked to for 15 plus years. And it shows up on their alerts, like John Kennedy's birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, John, period. Thanks, I guess. Thumbs up. Like, appreciate that. It is thoughtful. It. it is thoughtful. So I don't want to, I don't want to diminish that. But in the sea of those types of messages that you get throughout the course of the day, I got from you a video via text of you wishing me a happy birthday message. Do you think I forget that? Heck no. That's the one at the end of the day that stands out in my mind as all of these messages that we receive on birth, you know, for our birthday. That one still stands out with me. That on that same birthday, I got a video from you. And I got a phone call from David DeSell, who David, shout out to you, you've been on our show before too. Uh, Rich, you've actually been on his show, haven't you? Well, and and here's what's so crazy that that, and I might be misconstruing it, so I'm gonna have to check with David on this. But that might have been part of the conversation with David was about that, or we talked. And I apologize, David, if you're listening, I apologize because I always like to give credit where credit is due. For some reason, I'm connecting that video with David where he might have said to me something about that and or we talked about how we heard it on a podcast. But there is a connection to David, which is so ironic that you just referenced both of us in that. Well, this, but, this whole conversation is so David because the podcast he was on of ours was called Passing Out Smiles, which is literally right. the entire topic of this. I really – and that's cool. Thank you for – for well, yeah, I mean, uh, over a month later, after my birthday has passed, the things I remember on my birthday are, I still appreciate the generic birthday message, so I don't want to sound like I'm not appreciative, but the things that stand out when I'm the recipient of something nice is when someone goes out of their way to spend an extra few seconds. I mean, it was an extra few seconds. You sending a happy birthday text versus flipping the camera around and, and shooting a video lands completely different. It and does. That we, we did, um, we, we've talked about this on the show before, the, the efforts of impact, like the, the mm. efforts of just that little additional impact and how much further, or, or the, that little additional effort and how much further that impact has on the recipient of it. That's for me a great example and, and always, always reminds me of why we want to be doing these types of things and investing back in relationships, not only in work, but more specifically just interpersonal friendships that we have. I, well, first of all, thank you for for that shout out. And it, it's something that I think our families do quite a bit because your daughter, Ella, will sometimes send videos via <laughs> you to Ava and then yeah. Ava will do it back. I, I think in our world of technology, there's a way to use that so that it can still feel personal and still feel real and mm -hmm. still feel, well, you're, you're just a very special, you, you know, you're, you mean a lot to me. Your family means a lot to me. Matt means a lot to me. His family means a lot to me. And, you know, I have some wonderful friends. I, I, really the last year with, with you guys certainly as like my core and then some, some other friends that, that we've, we've grown really close to, I feel very grateful for, for those folks. And I, I feel like, I feel like anything that we can do to strengthen something that is important 
is wise, right? If you strengthen a dam, you prevent a flood. If you strengthen a wall, you prevent a collapse. If you strengthen a roof, you prevent, you know, it, it getting blown off in a hurricane. If you strengthen your relationships, so if you're if you know that your wife likes acts of service and so you, you know, do something around the house or do something, you know, go get her, go fill her gas tank up in her car or whatever. These little acts of service, these little relationship touch points are valuable. Your friend, you send them a video, then that has a little bit more meaning to them. You, you remember it. So that has you look at me in a slightly different way than you would have otherwise. And that's, mm -hmm. Im that's important. You know, I love that. I, I would say that we could probably talk a lot more about this when it comes to your kids, th that if you have a strong relationship with your kids, as they grow, they trust you more. And that kid's going to come to you if they're facing some kind of challenge or, you know, they're being exposed to something that's dangerous. You know, they got a friend that's doing drugs or starting to drink at a young age or being pressured into doing something they don't want to do. If you have a relationship with that kid, they're more likely to come to you and say, Hey, you know, dad or hey, mom, you know, this is what's going on in school. I'm really stressed about this. Please don't judge me, but this is what happened at this party. And they know mm -hmm. you're not going to freak out and scream and yell at them because you've had relation, you have relationship. Yeah. I think there's so much power in it that it, it, it can't be understated. What, what let's, as we wrap up, what would you say, give me just one and then I'll mm -hmm. give one, or if you want, I'll go first. So yeah. that I, can I put you on the spot? 17 no, times. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put me on the spot again. Let's do it. Uh, what, what Not would you say at all? What would you say is one thing that we can leave our watchers, our viewers, our listeners with one thing that they can do today to strengthen quote relationships that would cross professional, personal, fam, familial all of that. What's one thing you would say, boom, this is what I would suggest you do today to strengthen relationships. Well, I'll give you two. I think the easy one is what we've been talking about, which is just sending a, a little message of gratitude, whether it's a handwritten note or a text, but also okay. you mentioned love languages, which I yeah. think is really important to not only understand your own, but understand the other person's love language. For example, if, if I, mine is acts of service, but if I'm constantly doing acts of service for somebody whose love language is words of affirmation, they might not appreciate it the same way, right? They, it's so they funny because me and Dawn, yeah. wait, you just hit something so important. Dawn's is acts of service and mine is words of affirmation. It's Jackie and, and I, we're the, we're the opposite. You're the opposite. Yeah. I wouldn't have known, I would have thought it was the other way around. Mm -mm. She's words of affirmation? Yep. Really? Yes, yes. I swear to you. service. So I'll take her car and go get an oil change. Or go gas it up, and and I'm like just waiting for the thank you. I'm like, and hello. meanwhile, we're the opposite. Yeah. I told Don how beautiful and amazing and gorgeous and special she is, and she's like, appreciate it. But if I went and got her oil changed, she'd be like, oh my god, you're so hot. So, but I've learned that because I I just I only the only reason I had to interrupt you with this is because this is so powerful. In the beginning of a relationship, I was so frustrated because I'm so good with words of affirmation, and I was getting nowhere. And it wasn't until the day that like I cleaned the house and made dinner and did the, did a lot of like things around the house when she was working late that she was like blown away. And we literally had the conversation for the first time in years where I realized she's acts of service and I'm words of affirmation. So you guys are opposite. So anyway, that's it's just important, important, but it's important to recognize that yes. I did the same thing for years. I didn't know there was this gap or miscommunication, you know, between Jackie you were eating and I. A you were eating that. at Gapplebee's. Yeah. <laughs> God, the title of our new podcast, Eating at Gapplebee's. <laughs> Yeah, I that that and I think that can for us I've I've actually thought about uh, as a company inside of our our CRM software 
like tagging what we think client love languages are. Now, obviously it's super awkward if physical touches their love language, you know, maybe give them, <laughs> maybe give them a hug, you know, when they come into the office. But the point is, here's another really good example. A lot of my clients, especially the folks that are retired, quality time is their love, like 100% wow. quality time. So they come in, we have a, a 60, 90 minute meeting. We spend 90 seconds talking about the markets or updates or whatever. The rest of it is just catching me up on their grandkids and awesome. what, what activities they're doing this summer and their their travel plans to Paris. That is their love language. And I know that. And so I don't go into a meeting thinking like, all right, I got to execute, get these things done and you know, burn this meeting out in 30 minutes. I know we're going to spend the entirety of that time together. And 2% of it's going to be what I do for a living for them. And 98% of it is just quality time. As a very wise person once said, the NASDAQ never built a stronger relationship between two human souls. <laughs> Man, you are you are just spitting fire with quotes today. How do you know that it's was from fire. me? I said a wise I, person. I think that's I think that that's the, that the totally quote about Rich B. So Rich, back back to you. What is a tangible, actionable something that someone could take? Well, you you said the great ones. You you basically said gratitude. That's why and, I took and, the question and, first. And I know it's cool. You you like did that. So I appreciate that. Mine is along the same lines, but I would say that asking the right questions is a really strong relationship builder. And this kind of connects a little bit to yours because yeah. if let's say my, my, and by the way, I know this is because you've known him since he was little, this is going to make you tear up because you get so sensitive about this stuff. You know, Luke turns 14 in just a couple of days. 14. I can't even believe it. You met him when he was four. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember the day I met him. I have to find a picture of you with him when he was little and we have to recreate it with him being as tall. You know, he's almost as tall as me yesterday. Anyway, Crazy. asking questions. So going to your kid and saying, your teenager and saying, if we could do one thing this weekend that would really make you happy together, what would that be? Going to your colleague at work and saying, if there was one thing that I could do to kind of make your week a little bit better this week, what would that be? If you could go to your significant other and ask a similar question, I would say, ask questions. Think about questions that are relationship building questions. So how can I serve you? What can I do for you? Uh, what's something that I've done for you that was meaningful that I can do again? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? A lot of divorces. And a lot of business relationships fall apart that didn't have to because they were not asking the right questions. They yeah. just weren't asking the right questions. We can track back pretty much everything. What are you going through? Are you having a tough time? What do you need from me? You seem a little down today. Is there something on your mind? It, it's, it, I think that that's a simple thing to do. I think if you combined your gratitude um, piece with love languages – with also asking some meaningful questions that have purpose, not how's your day. Don't don't ask how did how was your day, honey. Is going to get you the same answer every day. Asking I, I do that with my kids. So hearing you give this advice is super helpful because I'll do that with my kids, and I realize I've realized recently how stupid of a question it is because it's like try asking a six year old how was your day, and you're some like. You have to, like, I feel like I have to get more specific with the question to get a good conversation I going. Ask, I ask Ava and Luke, 
what was the best a combination of what was the best thing that happened to you today what's something that someone did today that was super kind yeah who was somebody that made you laugh today did you make anyone laugh today what did you learn today what's the thing you're most grateful for those are versions or questions you can ask my kids every when i see them at the end of school if i'm home or even when i'm away and i talk to them on the phone what was something that was hilarious today what was something that was, what did you learn? What's one thing that you learned today? And that creates conversation rather than giving you a, I don't know, it was good. Well, and, and you, you had mentioned asking them maybe some version of, well, what do you, what do you want to do this weekend? Because I, I can tell you so many times, like we've planned this big thing. We take them to a, a Disney, Disney character. <laughs> yeah, we go, yeah, well, we do this Disney character breakfast and then we're at Disney all day. And then we stay at a resort and we do like we just this elaborate day and a half of something and come to find out she's like, and I know this to be true as my kids have grown up, that she's more excited about spending 20 bucks at the arcade and just hanging with me and having pizza at like going the local going for a walk. Yeah, with your dog, honestly, yeah, Luke, it's, you know, what Luke said to me the other day, because he's been working out with me, he's been going to the gym. He says it to me, oh man, it makes me choke up sometimes. He says to me in the car on the way back from the gym. The thing that I look forward to the most is going to the gym with you every weekend. It's literally when I am the happiest because we we spend time together and we talk. He is <sighs> it's my favorite thing in the world to do. He'd rather do that than me say, "Hey, I'm taking you to the Bahamas and we're gonna do." He could. That would be great. By the way, Disney and I. It was kind of a funny little moment because I texted John and I'm like, "Where?" Are you? <laughs> he said. I'm at Disney on ice. And just to be a jerk, I responded, oh, by yourself or with somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, we had this whole funny conversation. Like, can you imagine John just going, hey, I'm going to go. I need some me time. So I'm just going to go watch like, The Little Mermaid and just go by myself, Disney on ice. But anyway, awesome. I think this is some great stuff. It is all about it's all about relationships, you know? And I mean, Amen. when you think about, and I'm totally brutalizing the core of this word, but relating to somebody is 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 how you get to know and how you feel comfortable and how you build things. And this is not the core of the word, but then you think about the word ship, and that is a way that you sail the seas and you go on adventures and you discover new lands and you move from one place to another. So how we build who we are and where we're going in life, it's relationships, man. It's all about that. It's really cool when you play with that word a little bit and think about how powerful it is. So that's what we want to leave you with, John. I mean, I think this is great. I really appreciate it, especially you with the with the insight of an entrepreneur, you know, your insight as a dad, your insight as a significant other, as a husband. I think that's powerful and and I love it. So yeah, y'all, listen. It's all about relationships. So I appreciate my relationship with you, John. I well, do. My, my biggest takeaway is I need to make sure to get you a Canter Pass Stanley Cup. The, the and Stanley I to, and, I need, <laughs> and I need to go buy you a GTOH um, yes. t-shirt. So listen, we're really grateful that we get to spend this time with you. Uh, it, you have no idea how much we love doing these podcasts. So we would ask you very humbly, please comment, please like, please share. Please let us know if you're following me on social media as The Rich Bee on TikTok. Thank you so much. Memento The Rich Bee on Instagram. Thank you so much. And on behalf of all of us at Canderpath, we are super grateful to be here. Thank you for checking us out. Please come back for the next one. And until next time, make sure you're paying attention to your relationships because they matter. And so do you. Have a beautiful day.